What's up, music junkies? We're coming at you with a new episode after our little week break. Um, we were regrouping and trying to get, you know, work schedules out with uh, the new artists we're interviewing. But today we have a new interview with John Da Vinci. Uh, yeah, up and coming rapper. I guess uh, he sings a little bit too. So I, I don't know what he classifies himself as, but I, I think I think he would say he's a rapper. Um, so stay tuned for that. But I mean, right now we're just going to discuss a little bit about news and what's going on in the hip hop world. But before I get to that, how are you doing, Jake? How you doing? I'm doing I, I'm doing really well, man. It's been a really busy couple of weeks, um, you know, so for our listeners, I'm sure that they can expect to see and hear some cool things being released from us really, really soon. Um, I don't know if we ever touch base and let them know what we're working on currently with uh somebody we had on the show already yep yep we're uh doing a collaboration with uh eight father um it's a little a song's called break free uh we don't have a release date uh but we're it's a little bit about love and you know being you know breaking the chains from that you know, mistreatment and abuse and love and bad you know, stuff that's all this happening. Shit, yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and big things are coming hopefully soon, not only in the music junkie world, but in, you know, the music industry as, as a whole. Um, like King Blitz just came out with a new song called Stings. And it, that's another one that's, you know, a little bit about you know crazy shit that's that you've gone through and shit like that so if you going through some if you're going through your feels and shit listen to that i love emotional artists they are my absolute favorite people in the entire world ever since i was young those are the only kinds of people that i would listen to so definitely check them out i mean everyone goes through shit and so. Yeah, it's 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 hundred percent relatable. Um, I dig it, and I think you guys would too. Uh, so a little bit more news that we got. I don't know how to say her last name. I don't think Mario does either. It's like JoJo Siwa released a new song, Nonstop. Uh, there's a music video for it, and I guess that she was accused of. Uh, what was she accused of being racist? You know, putting she someone got, in a. In a she got a. She got accused of blackface, which blackface. I I don't understand it myself personally. I I. I That's the word that they're using. It's not the word that we're using. It's the word that they're using, and I think it's kind of dumb. Uh, Yeah, I mean, she. So she has this video, and it's it's like a circus type video. So she has you know all kinds of little kids. She's if you don't know who JoJo is, she sings for little kids. She's like a Disney signed artist and she makes kid music. You know, she's 17, 16, 17. So she kind of focuses on the, um, like, kid, I guess, that's who she um, is making her music for. So she has a video that has um, kids dressed up as animals. And it was a little white girl dressed up as a monkey which people are saying that's a little racist i mean reading way too into it drawing conclusions from thin air making somebody look bad who really didn't have that kind of an intention yeah and she she came out and said you know what i i'm really offended that people are thinking that i would do blackface it's literally just kids dressed up as animals you know when when has that been an issue you know, I would understand if it was, if it was a, you know, I'm not trying to say this to be racist, but if it feels like a little black boy dressed up as a monkey, that shit would have been super racist. You know, I but, think there's only power in it because people are giving it that kind of a power. You know, you know what I mean? They're creating something out of something that wasn't innocent. You know what I mean? Well, it's, it's the cancel culture right now that people are seeing you know, maybe slight hints of racism left and right from these famous people so they're you know canceling them that's like the hashtag they're using cancel blah blah cancel so and so so they're finding you know 
little things that in people's past and stuff like that, which I think is is good. Like um, I don't know if you've heard, but the the co-star, one of the co-stars in The Flash, they found old racist tweets of him talking about um, you know black people and just being superior. He, he was he was yeah, misogynist like that. I, under, I completely understand that, but. You know, it's a it's a little girl doing music for little kids that dress up as animals. You know, I I, I don't see a problem with it. But with everything going on, I guess I understand people are still a little heated. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, the, that's that. No, there's just a lot of turmoil going on in the world right now, and I think they're just looking at other things to kind of take their aggression out on and and project. I'm gonna call that term projecting because you know what I mean. Yeah. You know. uh, Anyways, let's go back the to only, the music. <laughs> yes, back to the music. So, kind of so, talking about animals and stuff. Uh, Beyonce. Um, I know this isn't rap, but I guess she is going to be releasing next month some Lion King inspired uh, songs. Oh yeah. So I'd say yeah. look, look to that too. On oh, Disney, Disney Plus. Yeah. Yes, Disney. She's doing that for Disney, dude. Another Disney. Um, Disney. I think dude. that's amazing when artists are, are starting to do that. Personally, what do you think about that? I mean, I, I'm not a huge Disney fan. I'm Nickelodeon all the way. But, but you know, it's kind of... It's, <laughs> I'm about like, hey, Arnold, all real monsters. That's how I came up with my old band name, All Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Disney is... We're collaborating with a lot of artists and stuff like that. And it's awesome because, you know, they're kind of talking about the whole situation that's going on, you know, Black Lives Matter, and how, you know, black culture is beautiful. Which I think it, speaking I think of awesome. Black Lives Matter, I'm gonna stop you right there. Uh, Little baby, the big picture. Wasn't that a song she released in in uh, regards to Black Lives Matter? Heat. Heat. Sorry, yeah. I don't know why I said she. <laughs> it's the name, <laughs> Little Baby. Probably, probably. <laughs> Little baby know. cheeks. I guess I'm just used to calling she's babies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he released that new song. Um, it's kind of talking about the protests the riots the black lives matter movement um it's a it's a pretty good song i mean it's not my cup of tea i don't like the whole um you know mumble rap and mumble rapping whatever (laughs) but the song has a good meaning and you know i actually enjoyed listening to the lyrics the lyrics aspect Mm of it not the rap so much but six nine is back Oof, mean Takashi six nine. You gotta you gotta be careful with that. Don't say six nine because people are thinking the other six nine. Dude, no one is thinking the other six nine. You fucking pervert. <laughs> so Takashi six nine. Thank you for correcting me, Jacob. Um, he actually was number one with on in on the Billboard. Um, you know, Billboard whatever for a rap song for Gooba, him and Nicki Minaj. And he came out fucking popping champagne on Instagram, saying that even if they blacklist him on fucking Spotify, on YouTube, or on whatever the fuck it was, that he's number one, he's still the best. I'm like, oh my God, dude. People only listen to you to make fun of you. You know, they're watching this video because they want to see how big of a fucking joke you are. You know. Dude, it blows my mind that they wanted what he wanted to remake a 50 Cent song called Many Men. Yep, 50 Cent came out and was like, "Fuck that shit." 50 Cent is one of the biggest, you know, six nine haters. I remember Dude. I saw this post of this, you know, graphic uh, graffiti artist that drew 50 Cent because 50 Cent's a big shit talker. He gets on the web and just starts blasting people, shit talking, shit talking, shit talking, and he. They made a mural with his face as six nine with the six nine tattoos, with the six nine hair, and he talked so much. He was so offended that someone made him look like six nine. It was like, what the fuck? That shit was pretty funny though. That shit was pretty funny. I, I would have got a good ass laugh off of that too. Man. I, I think I think Fifty Cent needs to grow up a little bit. He's still going after these, you know, young kids on Instagram, and he's talking. He talks so much shit. He was talking shit about Jaw Rule because Jaw Rule. I feel like that's just his niche, though, dude. Because he was always talking shit about people, man, and yeah. then fucking 
when other people started rising up and he started noticing them, he's like, you know what? I got to fucking take that. I got to take that one out. Yeah. You know? Well, him and Ja Rule always had beef, you know, or not always, but they had beef for a while. And Ja Rule made this commercial. It was a parody commercial. It was just a joke because they're releasing a new show. And it, it, it kind of got got out and he saw it. So it was uh, him selling um, gyros. Is that how you say it? The Greek food gyros yeah gyros maybe so he's selling gyros and mediterranean food and he's like it's like the funniest thing ever if you look at it you'll fucking laugh and 50 cent made fun of him that he's like just trying to get money and just trying to do this and this is a joke and blah blah and java just came back was like hey i i'm glad you guys found my parody commercial that's going to be released on this new tv show uh, as a joke it's, it's, people are slamming 50 cent because he's just dude just grow up dude, you already you were already the best rapper um of your time like you know early 2000s or mid to early 2000s just dude take the win that's it be a businessman dude, i now. feel like he i feel like he still probably wants some money man he wants to make money well he he's wants a businessman he he's a businessman so he he it should be matter. he it's should be fo- music, focused on that dude. come on uh, but anyways, yeah, he. You know what? If he listens to this, he better fucking come and like set the record straight because I don't fucking know. I'd like to. I I, I mean I love Fifty Cent. Don't get me wrong. I you know I used to listen to him. Candy Shop was on was my ringtone, bro. Oh, on one of my dude, first phones. I'll take you to my the Candy phone, Shop. <laughs> no, it was my Boost Mobile. You know those prepaid Boost Mobiles that you have Snake on. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, snake. Okay. Snake. Yeah. yeah, it was that old. It was like all L- the LCD was like green and black. You Bro, know? you know that was like middle school for us, right? Yeah, that was middle school, dude. Oh, I was watching Spider Man, so I started watching Spider Man the series, um, the original one with Tobey Maguire with my girl, mm-hmm. and we were like, "What the fuck?" This got released in two thousand two. You know how young I was in two thousand two? I was like in fifth grade. Uh, yeah, I was in fifth grade. Damn. I was like, what the fuck? I'm fucking old, bro. And it's crazy. Dude, we're, all, we're, we're a couple years from 30. So, yeah, that's... Oh, uh, my God, dude. You know that's what? Horrible. I lived a good life. I lived a good life. Yeah. Uh, back to the music. Hobson. He has a new song called Kumbaya. It's a good song. It's a good motherfucking song. He's so he's still he's stuck. He's still stuck right in Thailand. He and he made the music video. He's surrounded by monkeys. He's surrounded by fucking elephants. Elephants. Yeah, dude, dude, that shit was fucking dope. Like, good song. He's fucking one of the best lyricists, you know, of this generation, I believe. And not lyricist like he's an activist because he's not much of an activist. He's just fucking shit talker, com- comedic rapper, bullshitter, he's, and I fucking love it. He's great at talking about issues and and uh, things that are just frustrating him for that frustrate yeah. other people. Well, yeah, well I he like has Hobson. he has the ill mind of Hobson Seven where he talks about his struggle about religion and does he believe religion? Does he not? Does he, you know? So he does talk about struggles or like ill mind of Hobson four or three. I think he talks about his best friend going into the addiction, you know, the meth addiction and how he's losing his best friend because of that. So he does, you know, talk about real life issues, but he also has his fucking just like brutal, uh, just badass rapper. I mean, Hobson is just badass, <laughs> in my opinion. <clears throat> so, speaking of a nut, the last, uh, I don't know if it's the last one or if you got another one, but another good lyricist who I have really liked for a long time. If I ever said I'll fuck your bitch, just know I mean it. You know, that motherfucker. I don't, I don't know if he's that good of a lyricist, bro. You Come on. He can be, but he's, I like his stuff. Yeah, he. I like his fucking machismo that he's got. You know what um, I. You know what I noticed about uh, G Easy is that he doesn't ad lib at all. He never. Ha- he doesn't have any ad libs in any of his songs. He's just you think straight, he straight, clean it? flow. I don't think he needs it. I think his I voice just overpowers the music, and it's 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 
you know, good. And it's kind of crazy because every new rapper has ad libs. For for me, do you know where? Uh, for me, I feel like ad libs sound the best when somebody's rapping in like triplets. Da, 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 you know what I mean? How? <laughs> okay, <laughs> Cardi B. Rick Ross, but... boss, boss. Bitches <laughs> uh, will be broke. You know, like little. <laughs> I fucking love ad libs. Quavo, they're the greatest. Quavo, I think is his name. Quavo, what song? I'm thinking about Post Malone. Uh, congratulations. Who is who's mm. the rapper that features in that? Dude, it's been a hot minute. I have to double check that. I can't pull. Up I don't know if it was. Now, now I'm curious. Now I gotta look. You better look and hurry it up. Damn hey, it! Shut the fuck up. Damn, that stings. Congratulations. Quavo. Yeah, I was right. 20 points for Mario. So, 20 off one single question, bro. Do you have any more questions that I can answer, sir? Yeah. Does right. that make you feel better? Yeah, it makes me feel fucking great, bro. It makes me feel so good that now I think it's time to bring on John Da Vinci. And you guys are really, really going to like... Um, his music you really like gonna like him as a person um so stay tuned interview coming up all right thank you for coming on the show man i really appreciate it making the time you know the okay. talk with okay. us so first question is how did you get into the music you know industry how did you yeah. start you know doing your thing yeah so man i honestly um I think I, I, I would say I kind of grew up in it because my dad was real famous. He was big for popping and locking. He had a group around uh, around our town that was real local for like doing popping and locking and stuff. So dancing was already like in my blood. You know, seventh grade came and um, the movie Rise came out where it was like pumping and everything. Yeah. So it was a talent show when I was in seventh grade that all my friends got involved in. And I really didn't want to because I really didn't. I was in the sports, man. I was like a football guy. Like, you know, I wasn't doing no no smoking, no drinking. Like, just all, I was that all friend. About, like, all American. Nah, I'm not doing nothing. Like, I'm going to the NFL when I grow up, you yeah. know. And uh, so I didn't really take entertainment that serious, but we got into the talent show, and a lot of people loved it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people start kind of – I would say levitating to it. Started saying, y'all should put videos here. Y'all should put videos there. So we started doing that. You know, throughout that summer, when we was going to eighth grade, that summer we did videos, we did YouTube videos. We went places, we danced here, we danced at random spots, man. And sooner or later, it got down to Nappy Boy. The videos, I guess one of the videos got to Nappy Boy. Now, I must say, we never met T-Pain. <laughs> I must say that completely humbly saying that uh we never met t-pain but we was working with this dj dj love boy and the artist uh uh red eyes that was under t-pain so when uh famu and fsu down in tallahassee florida when they did they homecomings we was always there to do the shows here and there blah blah and we was just in like 10th 11th grade just dancing know? right yeah, just like dancing, doing routine dance for their shows. If they had a performance at a club or something, we would go underage. Yeah. <laughs> and we would be in there dancing and stuff like that. But um, it was a real good experience. I, I stopped doing it when, once I graduated high school, um, just because I moved out here in Orlando to, uh, to take my career a little bit more serious. I went to college down here at Full Sail University. Got my bachelor's in digital arts and design so I can create my own campaigns, create my own album covers, you know, create stuff for other people and, you know, just do business, be able to do business as far as in the design field. So, you know, my whole thing was just to be the source myself, learn something to be the source. So just us being around entertainment, being around music, that led me to be in the studio. I started writing stuff. And um, sooner or later, man, when I moved out here, I about went hungry because I spent 
So I don't know if y'all heard about Full Sail. Yeah. But Full Sail has some crazy hours as far as, you know, I would have a class from 9 a.m. to like 5 p.m. Monday, Tuesday, I have to wait back up, go to class at 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. So with that being said, I, I didn't have time to have a job. So I couldn't really make money the best way I could. So my parents had to send me money, right? So me wanting to be serious about my my music and everything, I invested that money that I was supposed to spend on food that <laughs> month. <laughs> I bought a, the Blue Yeti mic, the same one I still use to today, and I bought some more studio equipment to, uh, to you know, take my career a little serious. Yeah. So yeah, it's an investment on like, self. Huh? Yeah, it's an investment on yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You got to I, I see you, bro. Hey, you shit. Shit, yeah. I'll, I'll eat some ramen and, you know, make sure that my career is... Exactly, bro. Ooh. I swear to God, that's what I was eating. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, that's what I was eating, man, the whole time. I think I lost, like, eight-something pounds, though. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I lost some pounds, man, because, like I said, I was in football. I was a cornerback. I was DB. So I had some weight on me. Yeah. But once I started doing this, I kind of slimmed down a little bit. And I don't pick the weight up a little bit more. But um, I started taking my, my music career way more serious and everything. And definitely, after I spent all that money on it. So I would mm-hmm. say that it's a story. It's a long little story. But that's kind of how I got in the music industry. Just from growing up in music and, and dancing and just being around those people to kind of be like, you know what? I can do this. I see the money that you can make with it. I see how you can influence other people. I see how you can inspire other people just from making a good song. So this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. So I know it's a long answer, man, but I had to, I had to tell you the whole. Uh, it's all good. Span. It's all good. That's what we're here for. Yeah, I appreciate that. Definitely. <laughs> so you, I, I think I read that you and you do your designs, your your cover mm-hmm. arts, you engineer your song. Do you make your beats yeah. also? Do you do everything like the whole package? Now, I'm just now starting the new single I have out, the sequel. That was my first beat that I ever made. Um, I usually have my homeboy, uh, shout out to my homeboy, King Ja. Um, I usually have him make my beats and have some more people that I just find around the internet and everything like that. But as far as everything else, writing the music, mix, master, everything, engineering it, doing the graphic art marketing it that's all me that's all me i just feel like nowadays you can do that you know Mm -hmm. so yourself taught you taught yourself everything um because you went to full sale for digital art so you had to teach yourself all the music right yeah so this is the thing though when when me and my when me and my friend uh job met um he was at full sale for the music program and i was there for the digital arts program yeah so once we became friends, we taught each other how to do what we was kind of at full sale for. So I taught him how to do and use Photoshop, Illustrator, After Effects. Yeah. He taught me how to engineer my music. So, you know, we was kind of just looking out for each other at the end of the day. And that's kind of how I learned how to do my, you know, do my own stuff. We just, just learning from each other. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's badass. Yeah, man. So you did your, your own video, right? I think it was for the sequel. Am I, correct me if I'm wrong. The, well, I recorded, I, I did the beat and engineered it, recorded it, wrote it, did the graphic art for it. And uh, I got some people helping me as far as on the marketing side of it. But as far as all the production work on, work on it, yeah, I, I did about everything on it. <laughs> That's fucking badass. I, yeah. on it, I appreciate it, appreciate it, man. Definitely appreciate it. Is that how you got uh, MASH Life? Now, Mass Life, that's, that came when we was dancing in, like, middle school. Um, that's, that's, that's more of, like, a family thing. Um, my cousins, them, we kind of, you know, once we was dancing for Nappy Boy and everybody else like that, we, um, they, I would say my cousin Apollo and uh, J-Hop, they kind of came up with that name. And all of us kind of just ran with it because Mass Life, Mass life means maintaining a strong hustle lets you fulfill everything. Mm. So it's kind of on some entrepreneur, create your own business. You are the label. 
you are the label, you know, type of thing. So it's kind of on, just on some entrepreneur stuff, you know. So so is it so is so is it a brand or a, yeah. a label? It's a brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a brand. It's a it's a lifestyle, um, and we created it as a label. We got a we got an app. We got a magazine for it. Damn. You know, yeah, you know, we trying to make it this. We trying to make it a whole lifestyle, man. I got a, I got an app that is right now is down because we're doing some work on it. Um, but I have an app called the Mash Life app, and then I have a magazine, a digital magazine inside the app that's called the Mash Life magazine. And um, all that is, is we just shining light, shining light on all the uh, entrepreneurs, all the you know everybody that's grinding out there, everybody that's working for something that need promote something. Yeah. So even if if you all wanting to be on the on the magazine, let me know. <laughs> Always down. Know, bro. That'd be like, tight. Yeah. Do it, man. I think that'll be dope. Definitely, with you all being a, a podcast and and uh, having your own your own podcast at that. You know what I'm saying? It's your own home, kind of running. Y'all running it on you know for yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. We do. We yeah. pretty much do everything, and you know, we're hoping for one day become big enough yeah. to where we you know help other artists and you know are kind of doing this for a living but for now it's just like i can see it yeah i can see the vision already though bro because the logo is so fucking strong yeah thank that you. It, it looks like something that's already like it looked like you already made it like established yeah yeah you look you already look established already so Appreciate i think that'd be dope bro y'all already y'all already on a good track i think you know just keep going bro Definitely just keep going, man. I, I respect I respect the hustle, man. I, I definitely see the vision that y'all are trying to do. It's that mash oh, life. <laughs> hey, you see what I'm saying? Hey, maintain a strong hustle, man. It's yeah. all about the hustle. Definitely right now throughout this uh, COVID-19, man. We definitely oh, have crazy, to man. a lot. Man, it's right crippled now, man. so many people. Like, it, it's, yeah. it is no joke. Yeah, man. I'm how, you. how has COVID affected your, your music and your hustle and shit? Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. I think it actually, I want to say it, it actually, it helped a little bit, you know, far as staying in the house, getting to know yourself, you know, getting closer to like, I think a lot of artists, a lot of people, business owners and everybody, we had time with this happening. We had time to plot a lot of stuff out. You know, we used to plan a lot of stuff out, but with COVID-19, with us having to sit in the house, literally sit in the house, a lot of people started planning out their next move. They started plotting three, four, five months ahead. So when stuff do open up, if stuff do open up, we we hit the ground running. Because you had all this time to kind of focus on your business. You had all this time to take care of uh, copyrights, trademarks, uh, you had all this time to get a logo. You had this to time design, to build your yeah. website. Yeah, you know, you had all this time to do this stuff to focus on your business as well as get closer to yourself, consciously and, and mentally. I think this helped. I ain't, I ain't gonna say it helped a lot of people, but far as business owners and far as people that was like working already, it gave us some time to plot stuff out a couple months in advance. Yeah, you know, I know it's a lot of stuff and it's a lot of lives that's been taken because of the COVID nineteen. But honestly, I think it, it helped a lot of people more than it hurt a lot of people. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, yeah. Personal and spiritual growth, all that. Yeah, yeah you know, because honestly, I was it was it was one time that I meditated. I meditated one time. <laughs> and it was just like, yo, I feel it. <laughs> like, yo, this is it. I feel it. It's running through my blood. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then, like, you know, with this happening, now we have time to kind of work on ourselves mentally. You know, this is a good time to kind of jump back into that, tap back into that, you know, so you can you can build up that patience. You can build up, you know, stuff like that mentally, you know, because like I said, I know with me, I was planning stuff, but it was a lot. It was like life was just like moving, 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 yeah. going, going to a point where I like, all right, I plan it, but it's already here. All right, let's go on and do it. But now I can actually plan one or two months ahead. All right, what am I going to do this when this happens, when it's open back up? All right, I got my merchandise. I got this. I got that. All right, let me get this EP right. 
and get these beats straight. All right. You know, so yeah. I think it gave a lot of people time to plan stuff out, get ready for stuff, you know, and all that type of stuff. I think it. I think it helped a lot of artists so they could, you know, write. They had the chance, the time, yeah. and stuff to write more shit, yeah. and get shit out, which is pretty nice. Yeah, and yeah, what I will say, relevant. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Now, if I do say it affected anything, I will say because I've been trying to shoot a video, a music video, since last month, and <laughs> I would say. It kind of affected that because, you know, as far as the people being around each other, yeah, yeah. as far as the, you know, the six feet apart, I, yeah. I would say it affected being able to do videos and, and, and markets and stuff like that. And tour. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah sad to say. I hated if you was like, I hated if you was like signed up to perform at like a festival, like Rolling Loud or. Something, something like that yeah something like that it's like council you know but i don't know you know with me i'm trying to with all that being said man i'm trying to go ahead and sign up for those festivals for those big festivals so when they do open back up i can be one of the names that yeah. i signed up and start promoting yourself as much as possible yeah yeah, yeah. And making and those so, connections because mm-hmm. that's important yeah right right and i think with full sale i think with the whole full sale thing too it would it makes sense because you're you're not just there for the education but you're there for those connections that are there yeah contacts exactly yeah yeah so to me that makes 100 percent sense dude and yeah and and like and like you said like what like what you were saying you worked with your with your friend you know and you guys kind Mm -hmm. of worked off each other you meet a lot of people like that you know a lot of people are gonna finish their career as or their degree as a music producer or whatever the case may be and then you know make it big and you're always there because you were there from the beginning so yeah you kind of make those yeah those personal connections that always help out with your career yeah you definitely got to make those connections man because i didn't really when i my first year there i didn't really talk to as many people i was just more of, all right i'm gonna go to class i'm gonna do my work make sure i pass go back home work on my stuff go back to class do this do that come back home do my homework work on my stuff but i started seeing a difference once i started talking to more people and stuff like that once i started connecting to more people i was you know you was involved into more events you know now you hear about the stuff that's going on around the city and all this stuff like that so it's all about the connections and networking at the end of the day, even if you're not, you know, even if it's anywhere, even if the job, you know, school or whatever it is, you know, it's connections, man, networking. You never know who knows who. You never know who somebody's been working with. Anything like that. And and I mean, it's it's always nice to help out your fellow fellow man or colleague, you know. If if someone needs help, fuck, if you could help him, by all means, you know what I mean? So that's that's yeah, pretty cool. Man. Get some of that get some of that good karma coming back your way, man. You know. Just just help you know, help somebody just just for the fuck of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just for the fuck of it, you know. How- and that's that's I do that a lot, man. I, I help out a lot of people just from me doing the graphic design and stuff. And I never really look for anything back in return. Yeah. Uh, but it's just since if I know how to do it, then I'm willing I'm always willing to help anybody. Definitely, if I see you got a passion for it, if I see you really working for it, and if I know how to do it, why not? You know yep. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's all about. That's how we got to make it, man. Everybody yeah. got to help each other at the end of the day. That's how I am too. I'm. A, I'm. Well, originally, I'm a graphic designer, so I. That's what's up. I dabble in graphic design, so you know, I always. Yeah. Any, anytime anyone asks me, hey, help me out with the logo or help me out with this, help me uh-huh. with that. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna help him. Not only does it help me with you know learning yeah. new techniques and shit like that but it also helps that person and you know i yeah. i just like helping people so yeah. yeah see i'm the same way man I'm the same way man but so, yeah i agree definitely agree man so you know with all everything going on with the, the whole black lives matter movement how, how has you know it affected orlando are you still in orlando yeah yeah so how yeah. how has it affected you know the, the city and how how has it affected your music because i know you came out with a uh, black 
yeah which is kind of kind yeah. of uh, about the black lives matter movement right uh, yeah so, so we um i think with orlando you uh you know they had the protests and everything down here and everything um but they just hit us with another case i mean we got we got a whole nother wave coming through now. Um, and I want to say <laughs> as nice as I can, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like we opened up everything a little too early. Yeah. Because when they open everything up, they open up downtown, they open up the beaches, they open up, I, I think they was trying to open up theme parks. Once they open everything up, the cases jumped up to 9,000 cases. Oh, fuck. You know, yeah. it rose, it it shot out the fucking roof. And it's just like, well, what do you expect when you opening up clubs, beaches, theme parks? Yeah. All of those events, I would say, it takes people to interact with other people to make it successful, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, right now, I think they getting ready to shut everything back down in Orlando. Uh, as far as you know, businesses, restaurants, clubs, you know, all this stuff like that. Uh, but I don't know, man. Do you think we the, pro- the of, do you think the protest? It's a lot of talent. Dude. Huh? Do you think the protest uh, kind of helped with or kind of pushed the numbers up too, like uh, the whole protest yeah. and everything in the cities? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. My main thing with the protest is. Uh, I understood. I understood the, you know, the reason for the it. Anger, I understood. The rage, yeah. Yeah, I understood it a hundred percent, two thousand percent. My main thing was, all right, everybody got a different role in this moment right now. You have your protesters, you have your people that's higher up in businesses, you have your people that's in the system, and you have your artists, you have your musicians, you have whatever the case is. Let your protesters be your protesters. Let your artists be your artists. Your artists out here, they should be making music. They should be making an work impact. And, and, that you know, when somebody yeah. listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when somebody listen, they be like, oh, this this had to be in 2020 just because of what they talking about. Um, and then, but my thing is, all right, if we gonna protest, we need somebody that's gonna be higher up in the system to be making changes too. Yeah. Because it don't make sense for us to be protesting and nothing, nothing else is happening. The the, the same white dirty politicians in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. that don't give a fuck, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just like, what changes are we necessarily making in the system, other than just protesting? You know, Orlando, we didn't really, Orlando didn't really get all, Orlando didn't get too crazy with it for us. Like you know, and stuff. Uh, burning stuff down and yeah. people getting arrested and stuff like that. We didn't get at that point, you know. But you know, it was protests and everything. And I think they created this big art on the on the middle in the middle of the, the main street, saying Black Lives Matter. But you know, like I said, if you gonna protest, then we need somebody else in the in in the higher ups making a change in the system. Yeah. Because that only makes sense. There's no sense of just protesting and everybody just go home like, oh, yeah, we went out and protested today, but ain't nothing changed. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. that don't make sense. Yeah, it's, and I know. feel like the virus is a very real thing. But at the same time, yeah. I feel like an even bigger virus would be fear because of the way yeah. it is right now. And yeah. you, know, you got people going to the grocery stores locked and loaded with their fucking guns because they don't feel, you know, safe and yeah, shit. Safe. And yeah. And, and, and I feel like that's something that society as a whole does need to try to step away from. But yeah. I feel like we can get hella deep into this. Um, but we definitely should go back towards, like, the music route of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to, like, step so, so, so deeply into that. It's uh, I can understand how, how – well, I can't understand this shit just – Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's I'm sorry. Yeah, because, you know what I mean? Yeah. But for you, what are what are some of the more difficult things you're finding with with your music? Say that again for me. 
What are some things that you're finding yourself kind of? Uh oh, I think our recording session just stopped. Uh, no, I'm good. No, okay, we're good. Um, good. So, what are some things that you're struggling with, like with your with uh, writing? You know, what's the hardest thing for you when it comes to writing your music? Um, I think with me. Um, now, are we talking about with with? 2020 going on or just in general just in general your creative process general, like, yeah. you know, when, when you're in your zone and you're trying to like make your music and stuff what's what do you feel like you're like man i need to get past this freaking wall yeah <laughs> so i think i think with me is it's being too too honest <laughs> now Shit. with me being a conscious rapper like if you if you listen to Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, like some Mac Miller, Logic, and then you kind of get a feeling of the type of music I make. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So with us with us making that type of music, we we kind of have to not be so honest. We have to be honest, but at the same time, we have to be able to make people dance. We have to be able to make people, you know, we have to be able to catch a certain vibe and everything like that so i think with me as far as writing music i think i just i just enjoy it so much i like the whole process from writing it to recording it to hearing it after that i really it just don't even feel like work to me it just yeah. it's, it's kind of just fun to me i i look at it like it's just you it's know even when i'm writing a series of songs it's just it's kind of like i don't know it just i, don't know, I, I think it's I think the hardest part to me, honestly, is just getting the music out to the people to hear, you know. But I love writing music, man. I've, I've been writing for a long time, man. I go it's back. It's so fun. It's so fun. Yeah. I got plenty, like, when I, before I even got to high school, man, I had, like, this, I had this blue shoebox <laughs> under my bed that was filled with, like, just stuff that I had wrote. And not necessarily <laughs> songs, but just rhyming. Just poems and shit poem. like that, yeah. Yeah, you know. So I, I, I think I kind of enjoyed the writing side of it. You know. Well, you're a great lyricist. A lot, a lot of your, a lot of your songs have great, you know, yeah. lyrics. That's so. what. That's Thank why you. I asked because I'm like, Thank dude, to get to get those those kinds of lyrics and to capture what you captured, you know, like what what kinds yeah. of things do you how how fucking hard is that? Because if I were to try that, then I'd be like, bro. Yeah, I, I was listening to the sequel on, on, on Byte. I think it was Byte TV. If, uh, oh, yeah, Byte it, TV. Yeah, yeah I, I was listening yeah. to the, the words, and I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? Man, honestly, you remember, uh, I don't know if y'all ever seen it, man, but it's the perfect example. You ever seen when Drake was on SNL? And... Uh, Yo, if y'all haven't ever seen it, I'm gonna send you the link after we do this, All right. just so y'all can check it out. But it was a it was a, a skit where Drake was on SNL that it was like every time he got mad about something, he went and wrote a song to it, and it was just like <laughs> it was so simple from like him being at work and somebody beating him to to a coffee machine to get some coffee, and he and would he get mad and he would go back to like this little section and write a song like dissing him and shit. Oh, it, it's funny. as that, man. Like, I'm gonna send y'all the link to that. Yeah. That shit's funny as hell. <laughs> Can you freestyle? I, I think. Uh huh. Can you freestyle? I'm I'm alright with freestyling. I'm 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 getting better with freestyling. You could defend man. yourself if someone puts a beat. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> oh, yeah, put yeah, you yeah, on yeah, the spot because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a beat yeah. right now. But <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think I could I think I could defend myself, but I know it's it's people out there that like now with me. I, I would call myself an artist. If we had to break down the difference between an MC and an artist, I would call myself an artist just because I think an MC is somebody like Take Nine, somebody like Meek Mill, somebody like Eminem, somebody like Logic, somebody like Most Dev, uh, Common, yeah. Method Man. These people can freestyle. For a whole day without stopping, <laughs> without messing up that one stutter in their voice. But an artist is more like Kanye, Drake, Lil Wayne. They sit down, they write their stuff, they make sure you yeah. know. Yeah. Like perfectionists. Yeah, now Jay Z would be an MC too, though. 
Oh, Jay Z is an MC, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely an MC. But people like Drake, Kanye, uh, uh, Mac Miller, Wiz Khalifa, these people like this that have to, you know, that sit I don't know. Mac Miller was a good freestylist. Freestyle, he was. He was. He was pretty good. You know, he sat down. He sat down and wrote his oh, stuff. Man. It was, that was shit got deep. Fire. That shit would get deep. Yeah. Yeah, man. I was, I was, you, I I was listening man. to MGK do a freestyle, and I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" I never, yeah. you know, MGK. You, you don't, you can't picture yeah. him just freestyling, and he was freestyling on. I think it was on Sway, with Sway, and I was uh, like, "Oh my god, dude, what the have fuck?" Have y'all ever seen? Uh, have y'all ever seen Juice World freestyle? No, I have not. Man, Juice World yeah. is another one. Juice World, they was uh, in a studio, and uh, shout out and rest in peace to Juice World. But they were just handing him stuff. Like they would, they would be freestyling, and they would just like, all right, here go a water bottle. Okay, all right, here go a plastic bag. Right. <laughs> he would just freestyle with whatever they give him. All right. Yeah, every time they put something else, he would freestyle, and it would be so fucking dope. <laughs> He would be on some Lil Wayne. You know how Lil Wayne metaphors is? Yeah. Oh, he fuck. would be on that Lil Wayne shit, and he would freestyle so good off of these random things that everybody just put in the camera. I'm going to look that so that's up. That's what I would call an MC, man. Yeah. MC is just somebody that can just fucking freestyle like they can breathe, man. They just, it's just, it's the gift, you know? And and I don't, I don't really, you know, knock myself when I say I'm not an MC, but it's just, I know my lane, you know? I know my lane in it, and I know I can I can sit down and write a good ass song. I can sit down and, and do this hell of a great production if I had to. Always stay humble, but own your shit, dude. You're fucking awesome. Hey man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. That's love, man. I for real, for real. So, so yeah, what do you got yeah. in the works? What are you working on right now? Right now, man, we working on we working on a couple music videos. We're working on a video, the music video for the sequel. The, uh, the one that was on the bike TV and uh, we working I'm working on my EP I'm working on a four to five track EP and uh, that'll be my first EP so I'm really trying to put a lot of work in it and I'm trying to put a lot of thought into it and I'm really trying to make this like this is this will be like the introduction to John Adventure so this really have to be you know it, it have to be really deep for me anyway it have to be something that's gonna be really good. Because, you know, like like we all know, the first impressions, you know, is, is, is the most important. Yeah. So working on the EP, man, and I'm hoping, I'm, I'm shooting to have that done. My birthday is October 1st. So I'm shooting to have that done before my birthday. Before your birthday. Are you trying to yeah. release it on your birthday? That's the goal. That's what I want to do. That's, that's, that's what I really want to do, man. So are you, are you, going, are you going working with anyone on that EP or is it just John? Um. I wanted to be a single EP, but I got uh, Oso, Oso Sway on it. Um, and I got some producers as well that I, I, I ain't gonna really announce right now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I want that to be like a little surprise yeah. and everything, you know, but I got some some good producers on it as well. Though. It's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be a good EP, I'm tell you. We're definitely really excited for that. EP. Oh yeah, most definitely, I appreciate it. So, yeah, appreciate it, man. So, who are your let's say um who do you look up to in the music industry yeah. i would say as far as yeah man it's, it's a lot of people i look up to as far as from jay-z to diddy to lil wayne to to kanye to well the old kanye oh thank you <laughs> thank you you're the, you're the first person that agrees with me I yeah. always say college dropout and before is good exactly. Kanye. Yeah, After college yeah, dropout, yeah. It, it's, uh, eh. it's it's like eh, it's like <laughs> mm, it's like eh. That's, that's all right. <laughs> I do give I do like, give Kanye a little bit of credit for starting the kind of more electro rap. You yeah, know, with, the, with the, when the beats get more electronic. Yeah, and he he was he was kind of like starting that trend, but. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not yeah, it was just like uh, the old Kanye was just so much better. Though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was before before he got super cocky. Uh, you know, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's before my he opinion. Won all them awards, and before he said that to Taylor Swift, and yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> before he fucking cut off, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
But uh, I look up to a lot of people, man. I get influenced by so much stuff, man. Like, you know, I, I shit, I get influenced. Um, sometimes I get influenced by movie actors. I get influenced by, you know, some of everything. Um, but as far as artists, man, you know, I listen to a lot. As far as local artists, my cousin really kind of got me into it. Uh, Apollo and Division. They definitely got me into making music and everything, but I, like I said, I was I grew up around hip hop. In the music, yeah, in the music industry. Yeah, so it comes to always, mm-hmm. no, in the ahead. music that you kind of listen to. I, I listen to a lot of '90s hip hop, and I still do to. Uh, I still listen to a lot of '90s hip hop today. Tupac or Biggie? That's kind of what I grew up on. Mm-hmm. Tupac or Biggie? I, I was on the I was on Tupac team, man. Oh. I was on Tupac team. <laughs> I was on Tupac I, I was, team. You, you coming my from dad. the eastern region of, of the United yeah. States, I would picture you being a Biggie fan. Oh, Biggie, I know. But see, It's all dad, about that West Coast. <laughs> my dad was already, he was like a huge Tupac fan. And uh, so I only knew Tupac. To be honest, me growing up, I didn't know who the hell Biggie was. Yeah. I only knew who the fuck, you know, I only knew who Tupac was. But once I got into high school and started actually sitting down listening to lyrics, I came across Biggie and I came across his albums. And that's when I, you know, that's when I started listening to Biggie. And I started realizing, hmm, all right. Biggie was more of the party rapper. He was more of the have fun rapper. He was more of the conscious but he was more party, have fun. Yeah, Tupac. Was Tupac more, was more about making a change. Yeah, he was more the activist. He yeah. was the he was the Kendrick Lamar. He was the yeah. J Cole. You know the Nipsey. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, I grew up off Tupac though, man. And you know, I, I'm still you know I got Tupac posters on my wall to you know today and everything. But yeah, I think I was on Tupac side on that on that, on that one though, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I always man. pitch I always pitch it and to be honest and I feel like Tupac was a little bit more even though Biggie had his songs like Sky's the Limit and all that stuff Tupac was a little bit more versatile Tupac would make songs for the ladies he would make slow music he would make up tempo we all know he would make gangster music hell yeah all this shoot and shoot him up hit him up music but I think Tupac was a little bit more versatile so I paid attention to that, and I paid attention to the passion that Tupac had for music, because I'm pretty sure a lot of people would say Tupac wasn't the best lyricist, but he was so passionate about what he did and what he represented and the music that he made that he just seemed like the best. Like he would shut down anybody that you put in front of him because yeah. the passion that he showed for his work. So I took that, you know, and that's what I took out of, out of, you know, out of Tupac legacy was the passion and the music that he created for the people. And the fact that when he, if you compare Tupac to Kanye, Tupac was more we the people. Kanye was more of I. I'm, I yeah. <laughs> I'm, the one that, I'm the one that made these beats. I'm the one that did this, you know. I don't know what it did. This is this is Rockefeller on my chain. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Tupac was more Kanye's got weed. a big Kanye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. But you know what I'm saying? Tupac, Tupac was more of, you know, we the people. We can do this. We can make this happen. Yeah. We can change this. We can make this song. We can, you know, it was always we. Yeah. And that's something I realized about Tupac. He was always saying we. Instead I, of saying, I still don't think know. they that all eyes on me. The movie did him any justice. Mm-hmm. No, no, the, that was booty. That was booty, man. The <laughs> notorious was actually really good. They, they made though. they made Biggie look like yeah. how how they kind of interpreted the right way when they made the all yeah. eyes on me. They they didn't capture the full Tupac. Nah, um, you know. I don't think they wanted to though because. They had to wait till the man, they had to wait till his mom died just to make the movie. You know, and it was just like, well, Yeah, because Suge, uh, Suge owns Tupac's rights or something yeah. like that, right? And they couldn't make the movie yeah. because of the rights. And yeah. Suge and wouldn't, then, you see, they had to sign. wait to Suge. They had to lock Suge up somehow 
they had to make sure they had him locked up. Yeah. And then they kind of had to wait. You know, and I ain't gonna get too deep into all that, 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 that stuff like that. But they had to sit there and wait till his mom died. They didn't put, they didn't put this move out until his mom died. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it was some stuff in that movie that his mom would have been like, no, that didn't happen. That, that's that not how it happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so that's why I feel like it wasn't good because it wasn't true. You know, I feel like if they would have got a little bit more detailed with certain events in that movie. I think it would have been all right, but now nah, I will say the character that they had playing Tupac. Oh, he was pretty good. When I huh? first saw him, I was like, "Oh shit, they done clone with Tupac." Yeah, and they got a character that looked just like. <laughs> it, it was like it was like Coachella when they hologram Tupac and he was yeah, dancing up on stage. Uh huh. I'm telling you, man. But yeah, they they got to redo that one, man. Because yeah, that one that one no good. One. That one no good. One. So, I read somewhere that you're working with artists in South America? Mm. Well, I'm like with this app that I'm doing um, called the Mass Life app. What we do on there is we give, we do free promotion right now because we just started it. Um, and what we have on the app is called the Mass Life app, but it's, it has a digital magazine inside of it. It has a place where you can get your daily, now you do your daily horoscopes yeah. and stuff like that. We have something on there where you get your daily motivational quotes, entrepreneur quotes, whatever the case is. And we have a big side of the app where it's called the community. Now what the community is, is anybody and everybody can get involved in the community for free right now. You can, if you have any video, um, YouTube, or you have any video that you're trying to promote, we can put it on the app for at least up to a week. And uh, um, the app, what I do is I keep it on there for a week because within that week, you are getting at least thirty to 40,000 people viewing your stuff. So that's why I want to keep it on there for a week so I make sure you get all the views. Exposure and shit, yeah. Yeah, so every Saturday I would switch right now. The app is down because we getting ready to start more on the magazine side of it. But yeah, I don't had some people from the UK, South uh, America. I don't had an artist from Africa. I don't had some people from Canada around some people from around from the USA just involved in the app. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, It's all about promoting other people, getting the names out there for the other people. I haven't, until I dropped my single, that's when I started putting my stuff on it. But I don't try to promote myself on the app too much because it's not about me. Yeah, I want it to be about other people. I want to promote other people. That's why we built the app is to promote other people and get other people's music, get their work and get everything out there like that. But like I said, right now it's down because we, we getting ready to focus more on the magazine, the digital magazine side. And with that, um, you, get your, you get on the cover, you get a bio page, you get a showcase page, and you get a contact page. The cover, you know, you, you only cover like a cover of the magazine, a bio page, just, you know, you buy your showcase page, you're showing all your work you done did, whatever work you want to showcase, you're going to put that on there. And then the contact um, is, you know, you got your social media, you got your number, email, however people can get in contact with you. That's what you put on that, that, that contact page. And we give an option where you can either keep it as a digital magazine or we had the option to send out a physical, uh, physical copy to you as well. And you have, you know, the physical copy in your hand, blah, 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 put it on your wall, put it on your resume, say, oh, I done been in a magazine before, here's a copy, you know. So it's just, like I said, man, it's all about promoting, 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 you know. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. I just try to utilize those gifts. That full sale gave me, man, the best way I can, you know. Awesome. Well, that's pretty much all I have. Jake, you have any questions? Um, no, not unless you got some stuff you'd like to share with our listeners and some of your fans mm-hmm. if they're tuning in. Yeah. Um, man, uh, I mean, if you haven't, you know, if you haven't heard it, uh, check out the sequel. Uh, that's one of my first singles, first major singles on all major platforms. 
Um, like I said, we working on a music video. The music video, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> Just me. I, I did. Uh, I wrote. I had to write down the concept and send it to the uh, the videographer yesterday. And so I also come up with all my video ideas and all that stuff like that, and I edit all my videos and stuff. So the video concept is gonna be crazy, man. And like I said, this year we definitely the highlight of this year for me is gonna be the EP. So uh, definitely stay tuned to the EP. Um, we haven't really gave out any date as far as any names or anything like that. So I'm still working on the production side of it. But uh, but yeah, man. That's that's pretty much it, man. And if if you have any listeners, or if you know anybody that want to get involved with the magazine, let me know. Let me know. Even if we will, if we can get you all, both of y'all, involved in the magazine somehow, let's do it. It's a way that I can put a podcast on there. I can put a podcast on there and everything, man. <laughs> Fuck like, yeah! This is the ways, you know. This networking is, you know, at, at the end of the day, we kind of helping each other grow. You know what I'm saying? So. Let me know, man. I want to. I want to kind of keep in contact with both of y'all throughout this time, throughout this whole process. To hopefully, you know, what I'm saying five years later from now, everybody done made it big, and we meet up again. And you know, what I'm saying we look back and be like, damn, you remember we did? Remember we did that shit? Yeah. Zoom. We did that fucking interview <laughs> on the Zoom out, man. You know what I'm saying? Man. Now look at us. Now we got the whole world listening to shit. Fuck yeah. I know y'all gonna make it there, man. I already Thank know you, y'all man. gonna make it there, Thank man. You, so most stuff, man. Most stuff, man. We gotta help each other at the end of the day. Yeah. But that's about it, man. I appreciate y'all for having me on. Uh appreciate the time. Appreciate y'all for taking out the time for setting this up. And it's all love, man. It's all love. Let's stay in contact, you know, after this and everything. I'm gonna still send y'all that Drake, uh that Drake. Yeah, stuff. we gotta listen to that. Oh, that's never, <laughs> <laughs> Let me make sure I see y'all that, man. But like I said, I appreciate the love and support, man. Definitely, definitely. All right. Thank you, man. Thanks, man. I love, man. What's up? Dude, th that guy was freaking awesome. You know, I think it was great having him on there. He was able to talk about a lot of things. We had, we had questions that we really did need answered because – I guess connections are the biggest thing in the music industry. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people that go into there and, and, and are trying to do something don't realize that. And they're trying to do it solo. And that's just not a way to do it. You just got to respect his hustle, though. His hustle, yeah. he, you know, he's, he's all about that great... hustle. He got his education. You know, now he's building up pretty much his mashed life empire. I yeah, guess he's got say. a bachelor's in that, right? You know, for, yeah. at Full Sail University. Yeah. So, you know, you just... People got to see it as this is your life. This is your career, passion. your livelihood, you know, your passion. You just got to keep working for it. So, you know, if you're trying to make music, just work for it. And I think he's a prime example. And if, you know, any of you want to collaborate with his Mash Life, you know, digital magazine and stuff like that, hit him up. You know, he he's a nice guy. He'll answer right away. Um, I just think you need to check out his music. I think so too. The guy's very diverse. He's great at rapping. He's he's humble, and I can't say that enough because you you bump into a lot of people in this industry that are just obnoxious and full of themselves, and it's and it's so refreshing, and relieving when you finally run into somebody and meet someone that's like, you know what? I can learn from this guy. Especially in the hip hop industry. In the hip hop industry, yeah. it's all about you know making your money and being better than other people and being you know the best and you know it's sometimes it's good to have that confidence but you need to kind of dial it down and humble up like we're we were talking about kanye and that he was he's a prime example of how he goes how a rapper goes to trash you know he was fucking amazing up to college dropout after that that's when he started getting cocky and cocky and cockier and cockier and now he's all about himself and i think that's what I th I think that's what ended his fucking career, and he still yeah, has a career. Cool. Yeah, he makes more money than I do. I don't make shit, but I just I just, I think he went down the drain, and you know I I hope John Da Vinci you know keeps his hum his humbleness and keeps going the way he's going. And I don't think he's gonna lose that. And no, I, I think I think, he has, I think he's yeah. The guy's building an empire, man, and it would be. 
a really smart thing, especially for up and coming artists to make a connection with this guy because he's going places. If you plan to go places, I'd recommend it. Yep. Yep. No. So, um, keep, uh, keep us in mind for next week. We're releasing a new episode. Um, we don't want to say who yet cause I'm still working on the schedule. Um, hopefully it works out. He's a great artist. Uh, not saying it's going to be exciting. Yeah. I mean, so. have we failed you guys yet? Okay. Except for last week, last week don't count, but we get it. It was not Jake's fault. Everything's Jake's fault, by the way. Everything. Everything. Nothing is my fault. I'm perfect. I know. Just look kidding. what you made me do. <laughs> I was acting like Kanye. <laughs> no, but we love you guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. I'll take it easy.